You're not feeling like yourself anymore. You're not alone. Whether you're concerned about your weight, your energy level, a lack of sex drive, or hormone imbalance, solutions are waiting for you at NAVA Health. With a technology-driven approach, NAVA's medical experts craft custom plans that adapt as you progress, optimizing your health. Start feeling better now at navacenter.com forward slash POD. That's navacenter.com forward slash POD. Or call 855-680-6282. Results may vary. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Varside Spurs podcast. Coming to you all the way from the Varside Arms. Joining us tonight, we have Lee. How you doing, Lee? Yeah, good. Thank you very much, Steve. Yeah, bit bit knackered after yesterday. Lots of screaming and shouting. Um, lots to get excited about. So, yeah. Good. good. So excited you had to run to the toilet a minute ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's my, that's, the, that's my age, I'm afraid. Yeah. When 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 the screen goes blank, if, if you're in mid-conversation, I think you're all having a bit of a conversation and the screen goes blank, and that's where I fucked off to. <laughs> just just to, <laughs> just just to forewarn you. <laughs> just to forewarn you. Um, so anyway, we're also joined by uh, Rich. How you doing, Rich? All right, mate. How are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. You're sounding, sounding a lot a lot better t- this week. We, you know, we can hear you in Technicolor. And yeah, yeah, I've got I've got more speakers and more screens in front of me than I've got brain cells in between me headphones, mate. Nah. Bloody hell. Bloody hell, that's a lot you of TV then, isn't it? I was going to say, you must be in NASA or somewhere, fuck's sake. Or in the Hadron Centre or whatever it's called, I don't know. <laughs> is, it CERN, is it CERN or whatever? I don't know where it fuck is. Anyway, anyway, moving on before I make a complete arse of myself. Also joined by Sarah. Sarah, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Recovered from my uh, very hefty hangover on Sunday. Uh, feeling relatively normal. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like the the look you're rocking. You you reminded yep. me of who's the character out of um of Star Wars. I mean, apart from the fact that obviously it's dark, normally it's dark, and like yours is grey. Who's that guy that comes like with like the um the, like, the Siths, isn't it? Is like, it the yeah, Sith? Um, one of the uh, of Darth, Darth um, Sidious or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Not a Star Wars fan. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Those, I think, like the ones Lee re- referring to, are probably more the the newer ones. I'm not. Who was it in like the original? In the original series, it's not the. Um, there was some old guy with his face all sort of like fucked up and everything. That's yeah. Andy. <laughs> hey, hey, don't don't dig at Andy just because he's not here. Don't dig at Andy. I'll, no, I'll, we, I'll... we can dig at Andy because he's not here. Well, no, he's, the, he's the first one that listens to it. He will listen to it as soon as it's, as it's recorded. He'll listen to it, so he'll be straight on to you. Ten past nine in the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll be straight on to you about eleven o'clock yeah. tonight. Like Lee, you bastard. <laughs> it's uh, it's really sweet, Steve, that you stuck up for him so quickly. That's bromance there, isn't it? 
There well, wasn't just, even a beat. Well, <laughs> just because uh, he's not here, really. You know. Well, those, those oh, two things on his him. fingers that the where he's obviously had Steve, you've had your fingers patched up, right? That, that's no, well, where Andy broke his fingers last time for um, yeah. for, for dissing him. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks like it looks like Andy on his jumper on the left, or at, or Steve's right. If you have a look, look it looks like Andy. This one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is my this is my Home Alone jumper. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, definitely Andy on the left then. <laughs> Just as long as there's no, no more no more dead bodies, Steve. Well, that's, that's, that's that's definitely Jamie, isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we, um... It's going to be a bit awkward. Be a bit awkward when it turns out that he doesn't actually listen to it, and he's not going to mention this at all. Mm. <laughs> well, no, and Andy definitely does, but Jamie won't have a clue. So it's cool. If you could have, if you could have a go at anyone, it should have been Jamie because he, he don't listen back, so it's fine. Um, anyway, <laughs> okay, okay. Let's, let's crack on. So, um, but before we before we talk about um, the, the men's, we've got two two women's games to talk about. Um, Spurs had an unbeaten week in the women's football. Uh, 3-2 win against Coventry in the Continental Cup. Yeah, that puts us through to the quarterfinals, I think, if I got that right. Um, seemed to be tuning up and cruising and then nearly threw it away. Blooded a few uh, younger players um, by the looks of it. And it looks like that's how we've been doing the previous rounds in the Continental Cup because I think they're playing uh, lower league teams in the, the other rounds. Um and now it's getting maybe probably getting a bit more serious, but yeah, so that looks quite good. And then um, yesterday they played Everton at home, uh, managed another another win, and that took us back above United, who had had an earlier kickoff from one, so it kept us back in third. Um, I saw the goal today; it was quite a good, quite a good finish um, from Jessica Naz, I think her name is. Um, good finish keeps us third, doing well, you know. Good to, things to be um, cheerful about, positive. I, I think we need to um, try, try and score more than one goal per game, though. I think we seem to win by one and then try and keep it tight or whatever. We looked a bit of a shambles in the highlights um, to start off with and then got our, got our act together. So, um, yeah, good stuff for there. So, that's all good. Um, so, on to the men. How, how many of you were like thinking like we, had, we obviously we had the message in the chat but I, I literally left it as late as possible to leave on Sunday because I thought that there might there's a there's a distinct possibility that it's going to be called off and I then listened to I think one of the matches I, so I listened to I think Radio 5 Live just because on on the route because I thought well the best chance of me knowing that the game has been postponed is if I'm listening to another match of football and where they'll announce it. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised to get all, the, get all the way to the ground and park up and still had no knowledge of the game being called off. So it was good. I was very pleased. So, um, Rich, did you, did you go, did you watch it? Had, no, no, you listened to it, didn't you? You listened to it on the, um, on the old yeah, transistor. Yeah. On the old radio. Yeah. 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 I was sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, giving you that, giving you that different perspective. You know, medium wave radio in a tin shed. So you know, I caught about every third <laughs> word. Third word. <laughs> who were the commentary team? Is it Alan Green? Oh, I can't. You know, I can't actually remember. To be honest with you, I was, I was um, 
it was a romantic day for me yesterday. I'll have to say, oh, that's say you know, yeah. So it was it was the tenth anniversary that I was with my my now wife, and um, so I spent the day putting all new suspension on her car for her, being the old romantic that I am. So, <laughs> my, so I can't remember the finer details of who was comment, uh, commenting on the game because I was too busy swearing at a twenty year old Audi at the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says romance like fixing your wife's suspension, does it? Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a euphemism either. So. No, no, it's not my mother used to say I'm I'm not I'm not really much of an ornament, so I have to make myself useful, you know. <laughs> oh, that's a bit harsh. I mean, you've definitely got that Kevin Keegan vibe going on, as we discussed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um team 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 um was announced and um as we said uh, we just kind of said earlier, we'd had like a discussed the um, Paul O'Keefe tweet where he kind of did <laughs> predict yeah. Conti and like you know so we, I'd, I'd like to say when the team was announced it, it was a real surprise that you know that we had Winks and Dombrello and Delling named as the, you know the three uh, midfielders but it wasn't because we knew because O'Keefe had tweeted that it was going to happen so <laughs> but apart from that were, were you surprised really with the with the lineup and were you surprised that he actually managed to get someone wrong in the lineup by predicting that Reggie was going to start and actually it was um Cessignon. <laughs> it was a nobody's perfect moment, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> a, a, a rare deviation from from a hundred percent accuracy for the boy there. <laughs> I mean to be honest, the work that you know with the, with everyone uh you know the, with the with the illness and sickness and the there wasn't an awful lot to choose from. Um, so, you know, it's pretty, uh, pretty much guaranteed that it would be more or less that anyway, wasn't it really? But um, the surprise was Reggie not being in. And the surprise for me actually, because I'd heard rumours that morning that Son wasn't going to be in. Um, but it was, a, you know, obviously a nice little Philip to see that he was playing. Um, but I think looking at that team, first of all, my heart was filled with horror seeing that Winks and Underbelly were in the midfield. And I thought, oh, Christ. And then when I looked at their team, I thought, ah, you know, you know, they, we, we, we probably could get something here because uh, if, we, if we get at them, I think their back line looked as if they were going to be possibly vulnerable. And it seemed to turn out that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't look at, I didn't look at their team. So I can't remember who I was talking to. And they're like, oh, you know. Van Dyke's not. Oh, I, might, I was talking to um, to Chris, you know, um, tall Chris, big lanky yid or whatever he calls himself, and um, and he's going, oh yeah, like no Van Dyke and all. And I hadn't seen the, like the Liverpool team. I'm only aware of our team, you know. what I mean, and it, it was all a surprise. I mean, I didn't know who that was. It number eighty, that the guy that was um, CDM, you know. So some some relatively unknown, and, and I know we played quite well, but actually he did. He did a decent job in there, you know. He, he mm. broke up play, and he he, he tactically he, he was a typical top six player or top four player, I think. Who, you know, tactically breaks up play with strategic fouls and just looks at the, the referee that's like kind of what we were, that's kind of what we were saying the other week, wasn't it, Steve? Where you when you when you got to a point where the the all the players know the manager's system and all the players know that that how everything 
you know, the, the fitness levels and the expectation, actually you can have some, you know, interchangeability with certain players and maybe ones yeah. like that who you've never heard can come in because the whole yeah. collective is so strong and knows its job so well that actually those players, you're going to see the best side of them because the machine if you like, of you know, because they're so well rehearsed and they know everywhere, all you know, every every ball they know is where it more or less is going to go. They fit in pretty well. Um, yeah. So, and I think that's kind of where I think um, Conte is hopefully going to take us because, you know, I've heard of the players talking about that. They, re- they pretty much like rehearse. This is where the ball is expected to go. Go back, try it again. And I think Liverpool are, are cl- clearly a number of years down that line. So players like that coming in doesn't really surprise me that they just slot in and, and look and look good straight away. Yeah, I think that's a good point, actually. That's a good point because, you know, they, I, I don't know. I, I was, I personally, I mean, we, we talk about the game in the round, but I personally was surprised by it, by Liverpool. And I think that they were, um, they're now, my, now, now my, least favourite favourite team to visit to visit Tottenham I thought they were fucking dirty and cheating little bastards they throwing (laughs) themselves down all over the place I I couldn't believe it I was absolutely going mental my voice I'm listening to my voice now like I can hear my voice sounds a lot rougher than it normally normally sounds rough but it sounds a lot rougher than it normally (laughs) does because I like I was really really having to go at the um you know at them diving and well, if it weren't, if it weren't them diving, it was having a go at the ref because the ref had a shocker. I thought, mm. oh, he was absolutely awful. bloody appalling. He was and awful. Um, you know, uh, but but the, the other thing is, is that um, I, I think like so, I don't know if you noticed this, but where I was, I did notice this. Like about seventy minutes, um, Son was blowing out of his ass. You know, he looked absolutely exhausted, and I th- I think well, obviously we you know not only a um, has he been working them hard but clearly we realized that the only way we're going to compete with this team because they are so fit as well is is that we have to match them we have to match them up in that in in that energy and that commitment to the game and um, and it showed you could see some of them um for whatever reason uh, you know uh, maybe some of them were still coming back from illness but son was you know could really see his cheeks blowing a lot uh, towards that last part and actually this uh, this afternoon I saw a, a, a comment from him saying that he couldn't couldn't run anymore by the end but that's good right I mean that, that you know he's because Conte's asking him you've got to suffer you've got to suffer is that, and, but is that also to do with but is that also to do with the fact that um you know the rumors that you'd heard that he may not have actually uh been available to play had had a part to play in that so maybe actually he was also someone that had been, you know, struggling with COVID and therefore, you know, in, in terms of his fitness, he probably wasn't as fit as, you know, we'd we expect probably, from him. We probably wouldn't, won't ever know, Steve, because the, the club's quite secretive yeah. about yeah. Uh, who, who, who's not, yeah. But, but the other thing is, it's just to see, though, that, that you know, the fact that the players were really at it and, and to, you know, one of the ways that we are going to be able to transform this team is through that competitive fitness um it'll overcome a lot of uh, issues and 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 looking at trying to match up against liverpool clearly we're not quite yet in it near them but if you were hope to get a result which we you know we did but we all we could have won it um it's because you can 
you know, keep up with their energy levels. That's the least you could expect, I suppose, from a team, and which is what we've been sadly lacking for a long time. But but to see that yesterday, that's why I thought the atmosphere in the ground was electric. It was it was so positive because I think every fan could see that those players, given the fact that you know, we're, is it probably a, a you know the only team we could put together, but they gave everything. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. So let's let's try and let's go back and sort of try and dissect the um, the game in absolute excruciating minutiae detail. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what were your thoughts on the first half, Sarah? You've been very very quiet. I'm not sure. Did you, I'm not sure you got to, if you got to see the game or what. But you've been very no, very quiet. I did. So I'll give you a chance to um, to come in and have a word. I napped for the first nine minutes, if I'm honest. Fell asleep at kickoff and woke up nine minutes in. So I can't comment on the first nine minutes, but uh, we scored very soon after me waking up. And okay. I was like, maybe I should have another nap. Well, no, um, not necessarily. I think possibly the other way. I think <laughs> if you'd actually been awake at kickoff, then we wouldn't have almost conceded a minute into the game because. They oh, had the first, oh my god! They had they, oh, yeah. I, after the first like after the first minute, two minutes. I thought, "Fuck, <laughs> we are absolutely in from absolute fucking tonking today." Um, <laughs> you know, they, they had like really. Uh, Robertson had a real clear cut chance, and you thought, "Shit, we you know we got we got away with one." And um, and it, yeah, it looked like it looked you know initially that you know we we just weren't going to be able to compete, and then. We kind of turned it around, I think, and um, grew into the game. I, it, I think, uh, you know, if, if you listen, you listen to Klopp, <laughs> who is a, a horrible, spot. horrible, horrible. Sort, I mean, they didn't even fucking lose, so it's hard to say he's a sore loser because they didn't lose. But you know, he's clearly a spot brat, and like you know, the way he's, he's grown he says into we, a Liverpoolian, hasn't he? That's what he's done. Mm. He's grown into an entitled Liverpoolian. Well, no, but it's, I think it's you know it's all these ones that that, that are used to winning stuff that have they do have a sense of entitlement. So you know, yeah, exactly. Guardi- everyone thinks that Guardiola is really nice until it, things don't go his way, and then he, he suddenly turns into a real nasty piece of work. And Klopp's showing to be the same. You know, things don't go their way. And um, yeah, I mean, he said we you know he said we, we were five three two kicking long, but. We, we literally were, and we tried to play into spaces behind spaces they left, and tried to hit them on the break. And I thought, tactically, Conte got it spot on. I thought, you know, I think if the, I think we did a bit of both, didn't we? We weren't shy to go in behind when we were under pressure, and uh, there was someone on the shoulder, and there was space in behind. We played it in behind. Hmm. Um, but as you said, it was a it was an inexperienced defence, and they didn't know whether it was going to go into feet or go behind them, and. That in itself had them asking a question before they were even looking left or right to see where Harry or Son was. Next minute, you know, Royals on the overlap or Sessegnon's getting in behind. They didn't know whether they were coming or going. Was that, and actually, talking of Sessegnon on the overlap or, or getting in behind, that seemed to be a pre-rehearsed um, outlet ball because mm. there was a couple of times when Dyer got the ball. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You saw Sessignon really go high and start to make the run. And it didn't, the ball didn't, the, like, you know, the pass didn't come. So he'd stop, come out a little bit. And then he'd wait and he'd reset. And then he'd, he'd look for the pass again. And Dyer, I think Dyer tried it. He tried it one on a, he did it in free play. Did it again in free play. He tried it on a free kick. I think that got got pulled back. I think as he was about to take the free kick, the referee pulled it back, and he still tried the move immediately afterwards. You know, um, when he when he got the chance to take the free kick again. So it's clearly somewhere that um, Conte thought we would have. We needed to uh, try and pin joy. their fullbacks in, didn't we? Yes. As well, we and, needed to make them think about going backwards. And we, I think it's clear that Trent Arnold is not as good a defender as he is an attacker, you know, and mm. that's, but, you know, even Gareth Southgate, who he was much maligned and criticised by the, the, you know, all of the UK, apparently, <laughs> even he's, <laughs> even he's aware of that because he chooses not to play him as a defensive defender. He'll play him, you know, he's, he plays him as a higher player in, in his, in his formation. You know, so, yeah, can, yeah. Just going back on your point there, um, when you mentioned about uh, Klopp's behaviour, I, I, I thought it, well, it was outrageous at times. And uh, on the touchline, he got a yellow card, didn't he, for his behaviour? Mm. He should have got, he he should have got a red throwing... card. Yeah. He should have yeah. got, got a was... yellow card. He got, I'll let you, sorry, before you continue, Lee, I mean, Don't he got the yellow card for, you know, for, for remonstrating with the referee. Mm. And then he showed disrespect for the referee by, by, you know, by sarcastically bowing to the referee which is, a, is another yellow card. So he should have been yellow carded again and sent off. But, you know, sorry, I don't I mean, don't it, I mean point. but that, that behaviour aside, right? I mean, you know, in, in the heat of the moment, you you can understand to some degree, I mean, he should, be a, he should be able to set a better example than that, I think. But then afterwards, he's, I, I'm not sure what it is, whether it's a sense of entitlement or whatever it is, but he's disparaging comments, like you were saying, about them accusing us of having these long balls, um, but all we were doing is the same tactic as Mane was doing, is knocking the balls over the top. And exactly what them. he was doing. Yeah. And, you, he, and, watched... and that was the way to, to undo him. You know, that was, the only, uh, yeah. that, that was the right tactic. And Mane did exactly the same. 100%. So I don't know, yeah. You know. And that's and exactly, that's how they, that's generally how they play as well. Mm. So, you know, they, the only time they actually play through the pitch is when they're playing on a high press and win the ball back in those areas. So they might win the ball back in midfield and then play. But if they've got the ball in defence and they go long, they look to go in, look go long, look at playing behind, try and get Salah or Mane in behind. So, you know, is he, I don't know if he's trying to deflect from the fact that actually we out-Liverpool with Liverpool in, in terms of the tactics mm-hmm. that they tried mm-hmm. to adapt. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I, I thought, you know, I thought it was a good performance from... From players like um, you know Winks and 
Delhi, I thought, had um, a good game. And I know that we, when we kind of caught up at half-time, there were a couple of comments around, you know, uh, a few players that probably weren't maybe as sharp as people wanted them to be. But I don't know about you, but where, where all I heard around the stadium, half-time and at full-time, should have been up. At, we should have been three 0 up after. Mm-hmm. Should have been three 0 up. We should have been three up after. Should have been. We could have been four up after. Were, our, our decision making in that final third. If we were, if we were a lot more um, clinical, that that pass that um, Kane played to Son, where he just. I, I thought we'd, initially I thought he'd hit the post, but I think it went it went beyond the post, didn't it? But he played it across the box in the air. Normally that goes along the ground. He plays it along the ground. The ground. Mm-hmm. It's a goal. You know, and um, Delhi's one. If he opened his body out a little bit, he just passes it in to the, you know into the far well, post was, rather than going across the t- keeper. He did tip that round, didn't he? he did it? Did know, yeah, it was a great it, save. It was a great save. You've got to give him credit for that. I mean, I thought obviously listening to it, and then I didn't see it until the evening. Um, you know, the commentary said that that he'd missed the target, but actually, it was a really, really full stretch fingertip tip round, wasn't it? And I think. You know, as much as we were profligate in some of the opportunities opportunities that we had a couple of times between Kane and Son in the in the box and around the box, um, any other keeper in that goal, we would have been three or four. Yeah, oh, perhaps. Yeah, you know? yeah, I agree. But you're talking about you know, Winks and Ali there, who who we all were surprised at the games they had. But for me, it's you know it's may, maybe simplistic, but actually this just shows what a good manager can do. I believe because, I agree. I don't think it's simplistic at all. I think you're you're spot on the money, uh, you know. And it, it's not just Lee. I don't. Think it's just not not just about his man management, but I think it's about how he tactically sets the team up to, you know, in in order to how how he wants us to play. He, he clearly has instilled uh, a level of confidence in players that in all the squads. This isn't just about you know the starting eleven or you know the you know the traditional. 11 or 13 or 14 regular players that we're used to seeing. This is about 16, 17, 18 players that are fucking put your body on the line, give your heart and soul for this club and for this for this team and for the fans, and it will be reciprocated back to you. And to yeah. see performances like Winks from Winks and to see performances from Delhi, Delhi hasn't put in a performance like that. Excellent. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah two I years at least. Remember. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and that is, it's not just in it. You know, with with Delhi, everyone says Delhi's a confidence player, and, and maybe he is, but he actually fucking worked hard as well. He actually mm-hmm. worked really, really hard, and by working hard, I think he got that confidence or that bit of luck. So things like where he, yeah. you know, there was a bit where he, he pirouetted on the um on the touchline and and flicked the ball off of one of their players and got us the um got us the throw in and then there was that bit where he went in between the two players this is stuff that we haven't seen from him for ages and that, no. that you can't say and the that fa- and the fans he's, he's suddenly got it. confidence yeah because yeah. because have you heard it? I, mean, I definitely heard it in my end. But but when when Ali went off, they all started singing. We've got yeah. Ali, you know. Yeah. Really, and, you know, really... and it had and it had broken. They they did try and break into that um, a little bit earlier in the game as well mm. when he he'd done a few bits. So you know, he's now well, looking like a five million pound player, isn't he? It's been been a long time since he looked a five million pound player. <laughs> I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I do like him, and actually, I think fundamentally, our, our formation and our system that we've been trying to play, he doesn't fit into which is another reason why his performances have dwindled. But 
You know, I think in a 3-5-2 where he's got a bit of licence to run past the two centre forwards and drift in and out, he, he, he's brilliant in that formation. And we've been trying to play yeah. a 4-3-3. He's never, he's never going to, he's never going to play in that formation. A bit like Doherty yeah. as a right back. No. Well, yeah, I mean, he, and he, well, <laughs> what's his name? When Conte came in, it was a three, three, four, three, wasn't it? That we yeah. were playing. So, and, and again, as you say, there's, there's no place for him in that system. There really isn't. No. It just isn't that. No. Uh, what I'd like to do though, and like, is, I want to touch on a point that, um, some, something that's close to your heart, Lee. I mean, we, we, we talk about, uh, I think we talk about Tungi and, um, you know, there's, a lot of there's still a lot of lack of patience with him, and quite rightly, I think. I mean, he's been there a few seasons now, and even in a in a good performance yesterday, in a good team performance yesterday, his his moments, his good moments were fleeting. He set up Kane's goal, um, but a, again, in terms of overall impact, I mean, I think he's, he's still for me. So after so after setting up Kane's goal, he 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 then had got the ball and he. He, d- he did a turn and got, got dispossessed because <laughs> he, t- he turned into two Liverpool players. And I don't know if he just thinks he's got more time than he, than he, ha- he has, but uh, my very long-winded point really is, is around whether <laughs> you would, um, you know, from Tongi's performance, would you prefer a Tongi and Dembele in the side or a, a Hoibier in the side, Lee? Uh, I'm going to say Tongi. Because ultimately, I know he got dispossessed, but this, the, I mean, that was absolutely sublime. That pass he passed to, um, uh, yeah. to Kane for that goal, uh, and given time, given a run, um, I'm not saying you know he, he may well go out in January. I don't, I don't know, or, or, or in the summer because it's taken him a long time to settle. But in terms of potential, in terms of skill, it's got to be Undumbelli every single time because. <laughs> I know, I know that you know the Viking gives us all blood and guts, and you know he's, he's but he's very limited as a player, and 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 that is he know, is he though I, is he because if you look at him for if you look at him for Denmark, he isn't limited, you know he he's he's a creative player that makes things happen. He he plays higher up the pitch. He he scores. He assists. He you know his all round contribution is very good. So is he a, a limited player? Um, I mean, I'm only, the, I'm only basing what I see. I mean, I haven't really watched much of Denmark, so I can't I can't really say with any kind of uh, accuracy what he what he's like for them. So I'm just basing upon what I, I've seen, and I've got no I've got no you know I'm not saying he's he, he he's uh, uh, you know awful. I just think he's just an he's all passion. He, he's an average player. He's a you know he's a decent player, but no more. <laughs> Whereas the, the the difference is is that unfortunately. Where he's let down under Belly is, is of course, his application and 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 his desire potentially. I mean that, uh, uh, but his skill is undoubted. I mean, he so, he has to be one of the most skillful players in that team, and it's a crying shame. Yeah, no manager seems to be able to really get that consistency from him. Do you so do you do you do you think that's literally just a a case of um, a run of games, or do you feel that? The Premier League is actually just a too fast a, a pace and too too physical a, a, a you know a, a you know a game for him. I mean, we know there's no I I, I reckon a hundred percent if he goes to Spain, he goes to Italy, you know, he goes back to France, mm-hmm. he's going to set all those leagues alight. 
immediately. Oh, yeah. you know, he, he, mm-hmm. he goes in there and he sets them alight and everyone goes, why the fuck couldn't he do that for us? Yeah, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. is it simply that a run of games is all he needs to, to really adjust and attune to the, you know, to the, the, the demands of the league or is it just that where the, the pace is just too fast and it's too physical? I think probably the latter, Steve, unfortunately, sadly, because the number of managers have, have you know, have probably would have given him that chance. But sorry, go on. And it's... I was going to say similar. I think under Mourinho and Nuno, we can probably say that the training wasn't as strenuous as what it's going to be under Conte. So I think I'd like to see him stay to the summer because I think if anyone's going to get him fit enough to survive the Premier League, it's going to be a manager like Conte. And to bring that into him so he can come and play more games and play more minutes. But I think it's just a case of attitude, really, because so, he must so, know in training of peop- the way people are flying in. You know, Hoybier will be flying around. People will be chucking tackles just, in and training. They'll be high tempo. So he should that, that, know the pace of the game. That, I now. mean, your point, your point, Sarah, certainly around staying towards the end of the season. And, and just that, that that point about the, the previous managers and, and the intensity of, say, uh, work rate intensity of uh Nuno and Mourinho do you I mean if you if you take that and if you couple that with the fact that he's now working under a manager who has a higher expectation in terms of contribution and application and the fact that two of the three amigos are no longer at the club his his distraction do you think that now that you know because he's he now might have to focus a lot more Without, without the likes of Aurier and, and the comfort blanket that he had of like Aurier and, and Sissoko, um, you know, and he really, you know, he's, he's going to have to, you know, knuckle down because if he wants to work and survive, he's just going to have to knuckle down and, and, and get on with it. Um, that, that we might see, you know, to, certainly to the end of the season, if he stays to the end of the season, we might see a different beast. If we don't, then we've we've got to cash in on him, in my opinion. We can't afford to keep waiting for players to come good, and that's half the problem, isn't it? We go, we've got to look at him. He's a good player in flashes every five every five minutes, every three games. We can't afford to have that. So I hope for his sake, his football career's sake, and for our sake, he finds that form. But I wonder if in him he wants it enough for a, a long enough period of time, because there was definitely times under Mourinho where he wanted to play. And he yeah. started to be that footballer we got excited about. So, I mean, yet to see the best out of him under Conte. But yeah, those flashes and those skill bits are always going to be there. I mean, I've not seen him play a better game than uh, away at Newcastle, St. James's Park earlier this year. I mean, that's the best I've seen him play. I thought it was pretty quiet yesterday, but I'm not really sure frills and skills was the aim of, aim of the game yesterday. It's not It's not what you do when you go to those places. Yeah, it's, 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 exactly. You keep the ball and you play to feet and... Or, or you're turning in behind, so you, you're not going to do that. But, um, but that's when that's when he looked. But yesterday, that is when he looked, when he looked uh, effective. When he was, he played it quickly, played it simple, and played penetrating passes. So either that pass to Kane for his goal, or playing it quickly out wide for you know for for yeah. uh, Royale or whatever. Um, and that's that's where he looked effective. And you're right. I mean, a lot of the time it. There would it was like you know if you watched Winks in the middle a lot of it was doing the doggies and just shutting up the space between you know and and not allowing them to play straight into their forward or you know and having easy passes so you know that's a lot of out of possession work really and you know that's just not his game you know 
much as we no. much as we can want that to be his game. I don't think that's his game. But okay, so you know he he did well. As you say, I mean, how how relieved were you to that um that Kane for Kane to get get off the mark? That's that's Kane's first goal at home this season in the Premier League. That is his first goal at home in the Premier. It's, it's the ninth. It was that's the nineteenth of December. I. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've seen him hit a ball cleanly at home this season. And for the rest of the game, he didn't seem to hit a ball cleanly. I don't know what it is. I'd said to Kelly, I was like, someone needs to tell him to put his England shirt on underneath that Tottenham shirt, for fuck's sake. He can't kick a ball in an England Tottenham shirt at the moment. Uh, but, you know, you know, it's it's a good confidence booster for him, isn't it? He's, he scored a goal. He took it well. He had plenty of chances. He was actually hitting the target for a change, which I think he's struggled with recently. Normally with Harry, I go one, two, three. That's the rule. I sit on a sofa and I go one. And if he hasn't scored on his second, you can bloody well bottom on your third chance. It's going in. But it's been more like one, two, 99, 100 um, this season. But I think, yeah, he's showing glimpses now at least. But then I think we look like we're playing better. We've got a better system and we're getting we're getting chances all round. Yeah. I think. Rather than looking at one a game. I was disappointed with the. Um, I wasn't disappointed with you know the one where Delhi laid it square because I thought it was a, a shit not shit from Delhi, from, from Delhi but to Harry him. But Harry would score them normally. Yeah, it was. It was more you know the one where he was he was in on goal and uh, Allison came out and he he lofted it in the air and I didn't know what he was doing. It it, it didn't seem to have an intent to be going for goal. I, I couldn't work out if he was trying to loft it into an area and hope that one of, you know, Sonny or someone was there looking to attack the ball and, and try and get it into an empty goal. But it didn't look uh, very decisive from him, which is, you know, is, is, is unusual. So, OK. Yeah, so I also think as well that once once he did score, though, that they actually they, there was a sense that he just then stepped up a bit. I, I felt that his energy levels, when it, it's almost like he felt... <laughs> Right, I'm. This is it now. I'm on. I I, I can do this, and I'm gonna get. And and then not long after, uh, he, he had that. Yeah, they had that tackle. I think he just was and, really. And he's really not done one of those challenges. He's not done one of those uh, challenges all season. Is he? That's the first time yeah. that he's gone flying. Yeah. Norm, actually, normally those type of challenges are where he ends up getting injured. <laughs> you know, with yeah. his glass. Yeah. He, you know, he, he goes and puts in a fucking stupid challenge, and his glass ankle shatter <laughs> and we don't see him for three months so um yeah no you're, you're rightly i i noticed that certainly that it, his work rate kind of picked up um after scoring the goal so maybe you know maybe he's severely lacking in in in, in confidence um in the game so um yeah so Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Personally, from Liverpool, of all the Liverpool players, the player that I was most impressed by was actually Diego Jota. I thought he was, his movement and everything was... Um, uh, it was was fantastic, um, but it, just reflecting back on the the, um, the the goal that he scored, and I, I thought um, I don't know about you, uh, and and Rich, I'll, I'll come to you because yeah, but obviously I haven't had a chance to um, to chat for a bit, but I, yeah, I thought that we we could have done better with that because I, Davis I think could have just smashed that into to row Z rather than trying to I don't know what he was trying to do in the box if he was trying to take a touch and then. And then clear it, or take a touch, and then find a pass. But I think there's times where you, um, you know, take a touch, and times where you just fucking leather it in, into the stand. <laughs> what, what were your thoughts? Well, yeah, uh, I don't know. This is the answer. I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> um, I mean, it, you know, it wasn't as if they hadn't been sort of threatening. And they hadn't come close, you know, beforehand. So you can't say that he was uh, not forewarned that he had to be a bit more proactive and on his toes. So I don't know, but uh, he, you know, he's a he's a, another good signing for them. Another one, I think some people questioned him when he first went up there to Liverpool, but actually, he's a, a very astute piece of business that they've done, hasn't it? He's fitted into that system really well quite quickly, um, you know. And uh, did you, uh, another club that seems to be able to recruit effectively we're highlighting yeah. our, our lack of ability to do that so i think i think su- success you know success allows for that as well you know they 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 they've built well they've you know they i think didn't they take like part of the part of their building was to take take one of our um our our, our scouts i think it wasn't i don't know if it was Mitchell or someone who they took up there they took someone who was part integral to us bringing in the likes of Delhi and loads of players that we brought in at one point and just real, had this real good like influx of, of, of players around you know that time where we looked like we were starting to build and then all of a sudden it's like right okay he fucked off to Liverpool you know yeah. ironically Steve do you remember back in sort of 15 16 when Liverpool fans were all over Twitter saying Tottenham get your own scouts yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but but actually, Brilliant. actually talking about that, which is a quite a salient point, actually, is that um, from from what I'm uh, I've read is that one of the things that Paratici uh, has been doing is completely overall or holding our uh, scouting system, so it's it's much more world class and much much better than it has been before. So I think in the future, hopefully, we'll begin. You know, we're still in the march on certain players and. Um, so we're yeah, not going to be relying they, on David Plea anymore. Yeah, yeah, he's well, got other like, business to take care of, I think. So. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but he was, he was, um, he was the one that recommended Delhi. I think he, he still does oh, yeah. go. And rec- yeah, he does yeah, recommend he does, players yeah. for us, and and we we choose to ignore a few of them, probably mm-hmm. wrongfully actually, because I think you can probably pick a player. Our recruitment them. hasn't been great though, is it? I mean, it's been is is it you know it's it's fifty fifty at best. 
Um, but um, but I think that that's one of the his his remits has been to overhaul that system in terms of worldwide scouts and to to look out for some of the best emerging talent, but also um, you know better uh, better scouting in terms of what we need for the for what we've currently got as well. So that's what I, that's what I've read. Well, talk, I mean, talking of emerging talents, you know, it's, he's been, he's, there's a player that's been, he's been with us probably a couple of seasons now, been out on loan and had, you know, a couple of weeks back, he was touted as being, as, you know, being a player that Conte really rated and was going to have his opportunity and then probably got sent, sent off. <laughs> but he played yesterday, Sesson Young, and, and <laughs> I thought, I thought had a, an absolute, a storming game, not, not just in uh, an attack offering us, you know, an attacking threat, but in terms of uh, really stifling uh, uh, Salah, um, who, who, you know, was relatively quiet. I mean, he did knock one in for someone to try and get on the end of, um, but as, as um, you know, posing in a goal threat himself, he, um, you know, Sessignon sort of t- took him out of the game. I thought he had a really, a really good game defensively, um, really, uh, disciplined and, and was aggressive. I thought we were all aggressive, really. I thought he was really not, aggressive. And I thought he did really well. Not only that, Steve, do you, but to me, like watching him live, he looked like he beefed up a lot as well. So he, he physically looks bigger, phys- physically looks stronger, and that system suits him so well um, that actually it, it wasn't any loss. In fact, probably slightly an improvement at having him on that wing um, than, uh, than Regulon because he just... He, he he matched up really well. I, I I was very impressed with him. I thought he had a that's his definitely his best game that I've seen him play for Spurs. Yeah, I, I wonder so. whether or not you know there's a there's a part of that with Reguilon coming back from from it from this hamstring injury, wasn't it? I think he tweaked the hamstring. Um, you know, and whether or not there was a part of it that was that was saving saving him a little bit because you're thinking that that game might stretch. Mm. Um, you know, uh, and 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 possibly uh, make him prone to 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 injury again, but also that um, he has some sort of uh, that we discussed. So Liverpool must be aware of them, some some known weaknesses in his game, um, and that those don't particularly overlap certainly with how Sessegnon played yesterday. Um, and that's you know tactically very very useful to be able to say, well, you know, if you've got this team where he's going to be up against somebody like Salah, that's going to be pushing him back. That's going to be turning him round. That's going to be playing to his weaknesses. Then, then if Sessegnon's actually a more effective player in that capacity, then that's really beginning to solve a massive problem, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Really good to see. Yeah. I think if you, I mean, they were, if you, if you listen to the interview, I don't know if you listen to the post-match interview with Conte and, I mean, like really, like Lee, I think you you've um you mentioned about the team getting close to sort of peak potch and and, and that kind of vibe, and I'm re- I'm really falling in love with Conte. I'm not, you know, I think he's getting to the, the you know, in terms of his assessment of stuff and how he talks, you know, he's, you want to listen to him in the same way that I wanted to listen to Potch and. He, he, it was I thought it was brilliant where he said, "Well, you know, we, we studied Liverpool. Really, we really studied Liverpool. You know, so mm. tactically, you know, they we we went to work on how was best to you know to to play against them and play. One of the players, one of the unsung players in that in that team, I think, is Davis, who doesn't get enough credit. I thought he was outstanding yesterday. There was a point where um, 
Salah got the march on him and I thought, oh, here we go. Like, he's, he's off. And I can't remember if, I think Davis must have just tugged him and just like, you know, really just, and it, these are stuff that we would do in the past and we'd try and put our, an, our hand on a player and they'd just kind of shrug him off and then they'd go and break and score. But when we're getting, I think we're getting a little bit more ruthless in the in the dark arts as well. And I think he was, he, yeah, up, you know, he's not Did you see the, um, see the picture going around on Twitter where there's a, there's a, a jail and it's got welcome to um, uh, Ben Davies penitentiary. <laughs> yeah. He's got the big cigar on the glasses, yeah. and Salah's just next into it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I haven't but, seen that. that was good, no, yeah. I haven't seen that. No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> Sarah, you you you, you were going to chime up. Um, I I think Ben Davies is our James Milner. You know, he's ne- he's never going to set the world alight, or occasionally he might, but generally he's. He's just going to be Mr. Reliable. And I think that's a boring player, full stop. Um, but I think he's doing I think he's doing a good job at just being that 8 out of 10 on the team sheet. I'm happy with an 8 out of 10. Yes, Rich? Yeah, I mean, I was just sort of... Um, I think Davis is actually beginning to get the plaudits that he's deserving as well. I'm certainly hearing quite a lot of praise for him. Um, mm. and, and it's all well-deserved. I think we've spoken about him before the last time I was on the pod. Um, but I just wanted to sort of go back to that, what you were just saying, Steve, about Conte saying how we'd studied Liverpool and tactically set up to beat them or, or to or to nullify them, you know. Um, and, and I think sort of looking at the game in the round and going back to the other players that we've spoken about this evening, Deli Ali especially, um, you know, there's the, the two sides to this. The first is that, that they're obviously doing an awful lot of prep and an awful lot of specific training. He's beginning to get that time with the team now. But the, um, I think it was said before on here, you know, round pegs in round holes. Um, and and putting those players in those positions where they can work to their strengths, whether it's, you know, Sessegnon being able to control defensively a little bit more and offer an attacking threat. Putting Delhi back in behind the front two in the role that he knew really well in his sleep when he played under Poch, which was the last time that he did any good. Um, and being able to sort of be aware of the team that you're playing you know, I think this kind of disruptions work really well in that favour. We might not mm-hmm. have had those. We were looking forward to getting Burnley and Leicester and building some momentum to come into this Liverpool game, which obviously we didn't get. But maybe it really has worked in our favour that they've been able to study them much more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and one thing I wanted to raise tonight that I should probably slot into this is that, um, you know, going back to putting those players into those positions that as you said earlier, you know, he's, he he was really successful at Chelsea with that 3-4-3 and he started out with that 3-4-3 at our place. At Chelsea, he came unstuck because everybody worked that out and they didn't have another system to play and that's mm. why it all sort of fell apart. And already, if we're seeing that he's now able to set us up as either a 3-5-2 or a 5-3-2 as well as a 4-3-4, mm. then... You know, I mean, that's really utilising all of those players. The Harry Winks is your, you know, yeah. the the guys that are covering for illness or injury that might not otherwise get a look in. Rich, it's really Rich, positive. The dead. One. I don't, yeah. Rich. I don't think I don't think he'll get away with playing a four three four. No, uh, that three, might four, be one. Three, that might be yeah. one player too many. <laughs> three four three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I couldn't have put it better myself, really, Rich. You're right. He's picking the best players for the for the tactics he wants to deliver and against the teams he wants to deliver. And it felt so, like Mourinho just had the same eleven, no matter what formation he wanted to play. And we're lucky we didn't end up with Harry Kane in goal again. And touching on Ben Davies having a good season, the best I've ever seen him play uh, was the Euros when Spain made it to the semi-finals. And guess what? He was playing left in a back three. I mean, is it fucking rocket science? And under Nuno, we were playing nine one one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So I don't think it's that. You know, it's just it's just nice, and he's obviously getting the buy-in from the players as well. You don't work that hard for a manager, you don't get the buy-in under. So it's all really positive. And actually, I was meant to go to the game on Sunday, and Debs wasn't feeling very well, so she cancelled. Um, but. I was actually disappointed in a way, but also didn't want to ruin my Christmas by catching COVID at the stadium. So it was sort of like, oh, you know, great. But I I actually want to go and get to a game now, whereas that's mm-hmm. been a long time. Not yeah. since Pooch left. I've You know, I thought when we first got Marino in, maybe, maybe. Pooch. It's maybe, a do- maybe. It's a dog, Poch. isn't it? He's, yeah. <laughs> but we all loved him like a dog, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, he's cuddly. You know? cuddly. cuddly little thing. Um, I don't know, but, but yeah, I've, just... not, I've not wanted to watch Spurs like in in that way since he left. Genuinely, not wanted. Who, who who's actually at the game? Are you at the game, Steve? Yes, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you notice any uh, a lot of scousers in the crowd? Because we had we, where I was, we had two thrown um, out the other side, and then yeah. right in front of us, there was one uh, young man who must have been in his sort of mid twenties. Um, and when uh, Jota scored, he stood up. Turn round, cupped his ears um, to the whole crowd. Oh my God, it went off big time. And then someone went over to him. And then when we equalised later on, it, he got licks big time. This guy. And then he, he him and his mates had to get get, so it, get out of there. So it's so funny because I'm pretty. I mean, first of all, I, I had I think I had a, a row of four. I think I had a row of four scouts in front of me because they were mm. like there, there were two guys, there were two guys, and, and both of them were fucking tall really tall and I'm not and they they only stood up every time like Liverpool were on the attack they, they'd come up like you know they'd yeah. get up as if the like no no other fucker was like, why the fuck you sit down bastards anyway well, but just I just want to just before you carry on I, I'm pretty sure you put this in the in the chat as well and you, I think you nearly got away with it in the chat but you've repeated it on here did, did you say licks when it, like like yeah like Licks. <laughs> I mean, I haven't said that since I was like sixteen. They got licks, mate. <laughs> no, not even yeah. sixteen. I'm pretty yeah. sure I was younger than that at the time. But eleven, maybe. Yeah, showing my age there. But yeah, he he, but he, he you know, he stood up. But to be honest, you know, he, I mean, the guy had it coming. If you stand up in the middle of the crowd, cupping your ears, and then turn him round, doing a three sixty to everybody in the, it. You know, it wasn't long before it it turned a bit nasty. A few people reported it to the the wardens, uh, the stewards. They wouldn't do anything, didn't do a thing at all. Uh, in the end, the, the you know the people around him took it into their own hands, and him and a few others just ended up having to leave. But I mean, what a stupid thing to do! If you if you if he'd had pro- an apple, they'd have been in his face. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. when I was yeah. going every week, yeah. I used to bring a decoy apple into the stadium in my little clear bag. I used to have an apple, and they used to go. Oh, you can't bring food into the stadium. I said, God's sake. And I used to fish it out. But inside my hat and my gloves was better snacks. 
was, 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 was crack, crystal meth and, and crack. But they were yeah. so busy, like, trying to get this apple off me, and I'd kick off about this apple that they'd be too embarrassed to check the rest of their bag, and then I'd walk in with, like, Marks and Spencer's sandwich and another apple somewhere else and I mean, whatever that, else. Literally, Sarah, around, around me in the last couple of games, I've seen people sitting with pints, and the stewards don't do a thing. Isn't, uh, isn't it from January anyway you're allowed to drink on the terraces again? I don't know. I mean, legislation's like, changed. Lee, Lee, yeah. Lee's basically he's at the halfway club, you know, with the um, the tunnel club with all the um, the posh knobs are allowed to we, take. We all have this. Take. We got yeah, Cuban cigars a lot round where we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we I, we we really um, like. We, I don't know how we've managed it, but we've been talking for absolutely ages, talking about nothing in particular. Um, so, a couple of points to um, to really kind of. Um, draw it together. So, uh, Conte, uh, where do you think he's going to take us this season? You think, like, realistically, not not none of this. Um, we're winning the league bullshit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> where, where do you think? Where do you think he's going to take us this season? And well, can, you can answer this as a, as a two. So, will he? Will he and the club be disappointed with the news? Obviously, that we've been kicked out of the uh, conference uh, league today and. Because apparently they said that they were disappointed, but they're not going to appeal the decision. And I think that that kind of tells you how disappointed they really are. Um, I'm going to go with we're going to take a good run at top four, but we'll just yep. miss out. Um, I think we'll make at least a semi in one of the domestics. Um, I'll ask, I'll ask you again for Wednesday, Sarah. No, we'll make at least a semi final. Um, and I think we're, I think we are disappointed because I think for him as well to shrug, I think it's so important we shrug that perennial loser tags. It, I think it was a good opportunity to, but actually, you know, the games are mounting up and our squad is too thin to handle it. So I think it's a double edged sword. I personally think they should have appealed it, um, if only to bloody sue them for the income that we're missing off the back of it. It's a good point. I wouldn't be surprised to see financial, you know, whatever. Like, how can they say that? We we could have taken down the the Rennes team and we could have taken down, you know, a couple of the French games the following weekend. You know, there's a real issue in English football right now. And, you know, also the Premier League could have cancelled that Leicester game well ahead of time because that would have been when we'd played it. Yeah. So... There's my input. I'm going to say, uh, actually, I'm feeling ridiculously positive. I think third is up for grabs. So I, I, I think, you know, I, th- I, I, I do think that we have got a hell of a chance. I mean, Gary Neville's comments recently saying Chelsea, Manu, Arsenal, West Ham should all be worried about what Spurs are doing at the moment. And with a couple of buys in the in in the January window, I think I think we're uh, any, a third or fourth is. Very possible. Gary, Gary um, Neville, I know he gets a lot of shit, right? He gets an, he gets a shitload of abuse. But apart, like, you know, he's actually generally quite positive about Spurs when we're, you know, when we're in good form. I mean, he, he generally is. So, and he, you know, he's, he's said and he's come out publicly and said that he likes watching us play. So a lot of, a lot of the criticism that he, he might level us usually is because he wants us to fucking do better. 
<laughs> which is a which is a weird thing to say because he's a you know he's a you know he's a died in the war Man United fan. He, you know he doesn't make no bones about it, but he clearly thinks that you know we're a good side and we should be performing at a better level most of the time. And when we when we are, it seems to um, you know he, he, he doesn't seem displeased by by that. So. Yeah. What was the second part of the question again, Steve? I can't remember. Forgotten. Would we would Europa we be disappointed League. to yeah, would we be disappointed to be oh. being be kicked out of the champ, uh, conference league? Uh, well, my, my thoughts and feelings aside, uh, uh, I, I think it's just a bit of a mock show, to be honest. The statement saying that we're disappointed and, and that or what? Is he frozen? Is he still there? Uh, UEFA. Sorry, is mine yeah. breaking up? Is it still there? Uh, no, I think it's there. a bit of a it, yeah, my sorry, my internet connection is a bit unstable here. Um, but just just to say, I think I think it was a bit of a mock show. I think really they're not that displeased. They just want to be shown saving face and saying, look, we really did want to in case they upset UEFA. But actually, it's it's done us a massive favour. Uh, we can concentrate on the uh, on the league cups and also trying to get that third or fourth position with that extra game, which could be another like what 12, 15 games on top. I mean, that really is going to impact on our preparations and being able to have that time. I'm sure Conte will actually not be unhappy with that at all. Yeah, I think if this was next season, I'll, I'll, Rich, I'll let you come in, actually. I'll let you come in. <laughs> well, same as Lee, really. I mean, I said the last time I was on here, I thought we should go for that, you know, the European Paint Trophy League or whatever it is and, and win it. But, uh, uh, you know, Lee sort of won me round to his way of thinking and I think it's a very good thing that we're out of it. I think if the club had been in the least bit bothered about it, they would have appealed it immediately because, you know, that's the sort of people they are. Um, And, um, you know, I think with the fixture pile-up, actually running, getting, you know, let's say, for instance, there's going to be another two or three games that are going to be disrupted over the league over the next couple of weeks, right? We're not over this yet then we're going to have a fixture pile up into January and February to get those out of the way. Plus the FA Cup, maybe we'll still be in the League Cup. We are going to have those games in that space of time that will allow us to give extra game time to not first 11 players, which was what I thought was the good thing about that league. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to finish in the top four and I think we're going to win the FA Cup. That was That is my prediction for the season. Oh, God, oh. I'd love... I would I think love us to win the FA Cup. Will be well, I think anything less would be considered a, a failure by the guy that we've hired and, I, and is paying a lot of money to do it. I think we're all too easy to say, well, we'll be there or thereabouts and maybe next year. Ah, fuck it. Let's just do it. You yeah. know, he's not here yeah. for next year. He's here exactly. for this year. And he's going to want to do it. And I don't think he gives enough of a fuck about the League Cup. I think mm. at the very least it's going to be yeah. FA Cup top four. Those are the two things we're going to go for. Spot on, spot on. Love that. Absolutely love that. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't agree. I think if if it had been 12 months down the line, like, you know, he, I think, I know it's only the Conference League, but if it had been 12 months down the line and he kind of had his players and, and you know, and he'd had a time with like pre-season and all that sort of stuff to kind of set and work with the players, then I think that, he would be raging if we'd been kicked out in this manner. And as you say, he would he would have gone to to Libra and said that that ain't happening. You make sure that you fucking kick up enough of a fuss and a stink to make sure that that doesn't happen. Um, whereas now, actually, I think it's probably 
um, you know, fortunate for us and gives us more more time. And it might even give me an opportunity to get to more games. Who knows? I might get to see some fucking games on a Saturday. Who knows? <laughs> who, who knows? So, yeah, per, from a personal perspective, um, on reflection, I'm happy with it. I'd like, you know, of the two domestic cups, I would love us to win the uh, FA Cup more than the League Cup. But I'd, I'd, I'd happily take the League Cup. But I'd love us to win the FA Cup more than the League Cup or both, Sarah. If you're about to say that, no, I was going to say uh, they obviously scrapped replays for this season to help fixture mm. pile up, didn't they? So, what do we think about that? Good or bad? I, I, I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good because it's, it's good for us. I don't think it's good. You know, we're not the only. You know, the Premier League is not the only league in in the country. You know, we, you know, we, it's a tier, there's a tier system, and you've got the lower the, the lower teams that that need the income. They need the fact that actually they might have, they might have a home, they might have an away fixture at Man United, White Hart Lane, wherever, whoever, wherever they're, wherever they're playing and they've fucking scrapped and scrapped and scrapped their ass off for 90 minutes to get the additional draw of getting that team back to their little ground with their 2000 supporters or, 3,000 supporters and a TV crew down there and the extra income that that, that that generates. And so not only the opportunity to have that fixture again, but the extra income that a replay generates and just the whole magic of the cup gets eroded because they say, well, actually, there's a, you know, fuck them. Play, play the game in, in the midweek. Work it out. You know, I, I don't think, I don't agree with it. I think that there's two, again, it's for, the benefit of the big boys and the big clubs more so than the small the small clubs that rely on that income and rely on that revenue. Um, you know, know. Uh, can I agree and disagree with you? Actually, no, you I can't. Think, I think <laughs> ordinarily in 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 any and other time, I think you're absolutely right. And I think it's, it's, it's really more so. It's more game. so important. It's more so important now, Lee, because. The, the likelihood that games might get cancelled and, and called off, yeah. that, that's at all levels. It's not just at our level, that's at all levels, which means that the income that they have is going to be even more reduced. And we're saying, yeah. well, you know, the fact that the income that you're going to have is more reduced and that's going to happen probably towards the end of, like, you know, towards February and beyond, that third round game where you might, that ex, that replay might be sufficient to tide you over to the end of the season. Mm -hmm. We're doing away with that. Fuck you. You're not. You're but, not no, important. But, I, I, my, but my point is that, and I do agree with you, and, and and it's hard to reason against that. So you know, most likely you are right. But but I'm I'm saying health <laughs> health over money. So you know, in terms of this, because then, there's yeah, more then, risk, yeah. more health risks, and given all the cancellations that are going to happen across the board, then, that that then, that that's but my then reasoning. We would, but, but I then, agree with yeah, you. Then otherwise. we would have cancelled. But then we would have stopped. We would have stopped now, wouldn't we? If that. If health was the concern, yeah. then yeah, when you know so. when they've when they've discussed it today, why didn't they? If the health was a concern, then they then they have a two week break or whatever the proposal was, they'd have that now. If that was the concern, but that's not the concern yeah. from their perspective. Yeah. That's yeah, not that's the concern from their perspective. So you know, no, I, I think it's I think it's not fair on on the on the smaller teams. Um, okay, we we're we're at the hour. I think just over the hour. So. We're doing okay. Um, 
I didn't have any other. Big quick shout out for Loris, by the way. Loris has been so good recently. Uh, and that last game, he was fantastic. But Loris has been so consistent. And I hope he does get a, a contract that they've been talking about. Uh, we need to be quick. Yeah, I think we do. And, and, uh, and, you know, even if we do get another keeper, uh, I think we need to get, uh, I mean, I, I'm not really keen on keeping hold of Gollum, whatever his name is. Um, but we, but keeping Lloris, I think, is a must, even if he's part of the coaching team as well, you know, going forward. I think he's a, he's a key I, player for us. He's not captain get, for no reason. Yeah. If, we, if, we're giving, if we're giving shout outs, can I give a shout out to Royale? Because... I thought he was shit when he started, <laughs> but he's really he's yeah. he's turned he's turned the corner in my opinion. He's turned the corner in my opinion, but also it might be the same as Sessegnon because he's playing higher up the pitch. But yeah. hey, yeah. I, I think he's been fantastic recently and playing with a higher intensity, so that's really good. Um, okay, so I haven't got any on this days, so we'll we'll jump. Oh, sorry, I was saying West Ham. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that. Uh, we're going to get to that, but. Just a quick thing about Sonny. Um, 300, 300 appear, 300th appearance on Sunday. It was 115, 115 goals in that in that time. You know, I think he's I've been he's been fantastic, and he loves playing for the club. So, well done to him. And can, and can, can you remember the the hoo ha that went on on social media when we signed him, but we didn't sign Saido Berahino? Mm. Can you remember all that? <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. where is he now? You know, <laughs> <laughs> typical, isn't it? Okay, so let's um, let's quickly then. So uh, Wednesday, uh, Carabao Cup, um, we're at home. Predictions, Sarah. We're going to win. I think it's a good time to play them, and I think if we do what we did against Liverpool, and that is just just go for them at the back and put them under pressure, they're going to make mistakes. So I'm going to go with a comfortable 3-2, believe it or not. And I know I said comfortable, but I feel like we'll go clear and then they'll just score quite late and it'll be too late. 3-2, that's, cool. that's like saying an Iron Maiden is comfortable. <laughs> I, I think we'll be clear and then I, I think I think I think we'll be clear and then they'll just score right at the end to make it look closer than it was. There's my prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, and by the way, talking about that, if you haven't checked, they've released some like travel updates because of COVID. So, if you are going and you're listening, make sure you read it. Yeah, I think they're saying reduce service on the trains. Cool. Thanks for that, Sarah. Uh, Lee, um, I, I'm going to say th- uh, three one. I think we'll. I think we we really are raising the game. I think we really fancy this game now. I, 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 three weeks ago, we wouldn't have fancied this at all. But we, I think we're really ready for this now. And uh, the uh, the vibe is on the up. We're on the up. I think West Ham are a bit edgy. They've looked like they've been a bit you know a bit faltering recently. I, I think we'll take advantage of that. And um, I think we'll have a, we'll put on a good show. Good, I hope so. Rich. Well, I, I mean. I was going to say all along I've been thinking it's going to be 2-1, we're going to beat them 2-1. That's what we're going to do. Um, is, this, is, this, is this one it goes uh, straight to penalties? If it's drawn at 90? No yeah, idea. So. Yeah, yeah, because I've got a sneaky feeling it's going to go to penalties. So I reckon we're going to go into the 93rd minute 2-1 up. And <laughs> can, we, can we edit this bit out? Can we, can we edit this out? Yeah, please, delete him. 
<laughs> so there you go. So I'm going to give you a prediction into the 93rd minute that we're two one up, and I'm not going anywhere further than that because I don't know. You know, it's we've been here before with these bastards. I'd love to see us burst their bubble. You know, yeah, I really would. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of get where you're coming from, Rich. I mean, this is like this is their cup final come early in the cup. You know what I mean? We always yeah. talk about their cup yeah. final, and it's don't you? So, um, but. I think Sarah and Lee are right in terms of, you know, being a good time to play them. Our confidence is high. They're kind of rocking a little bit at the minute, although they're, you know, they're a good side and they've been good form generally. Mm. So, and it's never easy um, to play them because um, they always up their game against us. Um, so, but I'm going to go for, um, I'm going to go for, 3-1 and that in the 93rd minute that you were talking about Rich that's when we score the third goal and put it put it to bed yeah. so it'll be it'll be three <laughs> yeah. it'll be it'll be it'll be 3-1 um I like that okay like that. <laughs> okay uh so <laughs> we um have I think we got I think if you're all right we're going to cover three games I'm not sure when we're next on okay so uh we got Palace Palace on Boxing Day at home uh, how are we feeling? What goes back to you, Rich? How are we feeling about that one? I think they've got a 3 0 coming, haven't they? They fucking got it coming, they have. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you had, really you had it coming, Palace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so 3 3 0, Sarah. Um, yeah, I think, I think we'll really want to owe them one as well, but I think it'll probably be. Be a, be a comfortable two nil. Okay, um, Lee. Uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going to that game actually. I bought my coach for it, and um, uh, but it's uh, yeah, it's going to be one of those games that uh, I think it will be. It, all the fans will be quite passive, I'm sure, because they'll just be hungover from the day before. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think I'm thinking it's going to be a, a, a two or a three nil. So I'm going to I'm going to go two nil. Okay, I think they'll score. So I think it will be 2-1 to us. Okay, cool. Good stuff. Uh, and then finally, Southampton away on, I think that's on the 28th. I'm, I'm assuming it's on the 28th because obviously we can't play on the 27th, playing on the 26th. <laughs> who, who knows with the Premier League? But um, yeah, 28th, uh, we'll go back to Sarah. Now, I think we play a lot of games in that period. And if we don't limp against Crystal Palace, we'll we'll probably limp in that one. So I'm going to go for a bit of a title, one nil, just get over the line. Okay, good stuff. Um, the end of the games. Cool, Rich. Uh, two nil there. I think. I think um, you know they they seem to be a side that um, if you work them out, you work them out, don't you? They and I, and I think Conte's going to work them out. But I think, I think so. you know, tiredness might be. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, well, we're going to put three or four past them as well, as much as you think we should, because because like you say, that'll be the third game in a week. So yeah, yeah, two nil. Okay, um, Lee. Yeah, I, I think they'll be knackered as well. But I, but I'm going to say our fitness levels, as we've been improving recently, are going to show. I'm, I'm going to go three nil. Okay, good stuff. I think I'm going to go with a, a controlled. 2-0 um, in that game. I think we'll have too much of them and they're struggling at the minute. So hopefully we'll um, we'll take them apart. 
cool good stuff okay thank you everyone so quick shout out to redemption I, um they were shut yesterday um trying to keep everyone safe from this omicron uh i'm not sure what their plans are for wednesday um or uh, boxing day uh, so i have to keep an eye on their socials as to whether they're open or not quick shout out to we are tottenham pie and mash as well um i hope to see a lot of people down there um and then in the Come upcoming fixtures as well. Um, I know they're doing a good trade and getting very popular. So long may that continue. Um, so it's good stuff. So just last, lastly, don't forget to um, like, retweet, rate, and review us, and subscribe wherever you listen. That helps us to grow, and hopefully we'll we'll get some guests on for your delectation and your amusement. Um, and lastly, obviously, just want to wish all our um, Listeners, a Merry Christmas or a Happy Holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas and a Happy New Year to you all as well. If we don't get on between now and New Year, if we do, then we'll wish you Happy New Year again. But until then, quiz. Quiz. Come on, you Spurs. Quiz. <laughs>